Welcome to Golf Better at Edwin Watts Golf, a division of Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 181. Hello, everyone. My name is Tom Purcell. Thanks so much for joining us. We say it every time. If you're a first-time listener, long-time subscriber, or somewhere in the middle, it doesn't matter. Either way, we are just glad you joined us. Our special guest joins us from Austin, Texas today, former world's number one tennis player, winner of the 2003 U.S. Open, now retired, spending his time doing a number of things. First to the world team tennis out in the Austin Aces in Austin, Texas. Also, he's a Fox Sports analyst, and also he spends a lot of time with his foundation. We're going to get into that. And he's an avid golfer, which is why we have him on. Who else but our good friend Andy Roddick brought to us by Travis Matthew. Andy, thanks so much for joining us, man. It's great to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hey, before we get going, tell us about what's going on with Fox. You retired and from tennis playing. You jumped in there, and things are really going great, aren't they? Yeah, they are, and uh, we're excited at Fox Sports 1 to have uh, the U.S. Open of golf coming our way for for the foreseeable future. Um, but, you know, it was, it was a great opportunity, and, uh, you know, the, the tennis guy doesn't often get the opportunity to go cover all sports uh, post-career, so it's been uh, – it's been uh, it's been a great opportunity for me, and uh, I've enjoyed it. Well, Fox continues to just accumulate the uh, only the best in talent, and congratulations to you. And uh, we love following you. I got five questions with Andy Roddick today. We'll go number five and work our way back when we're talking about golf. Question number five, Andy, tell us. Everybody has that moment when they kind of fell in love with the game or how they got started. Talk about how you sure. fell in love with the game of golf. I think falling in love with it was a process, but um, when I started playing, um, I kind of played a couple times but didn't really consider myself a golfer i remember um one year at wimbledon um it was it was raining for a lot of the tournament and uh i I came home and normally when i came back from the tournament i just wanted to kind of relax and but we had been inside so much i think it rained for a week and then i played one match and um lost and came home and all i wanted to do was be be outside and we were trying to figure it out so i ended up playing golf that week just because i refused to be indoors and uh you know, you hit, you hit that one good shot, and you keep coming back. And uh, I, I don't, I don't miss any rounds now. It has a way of bringing you back. Let me go to question number four, and it's kind of a multi-part question, Andy. The most memorable, like your most memorable course, most memorable foursome from from your playing days and playing golf. Oh, geez, well, playing playing days, I, I played a lot more post career, but um, I've been I've been pretty lucky to have to have gotten some opportunities to. Uh, to play some some great places and, and and do some pretty fun things. I was uh, I got I got the caddy for Zach Johnson at the uh, par three tournament at Augusta, um, which was which was really cool um, to to kind of do that for a guy who was a former champion there. Um, and I, I've I've gotten some uh, to play some 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 rounds at some really really great spots, and uh, it, it's never lost on me. Yeah, but caddying for Zach in the par three that's really. Something you really can't, it's kind of like they say on TV, you can't really judge the hills at Augusta, but you can't judge the feeling of the par three when you're there. And that's got to have been cool being between the ropes. It was, it was great. And he, he played, you know, there was a little bit of hazing. Normally, he, you know, he knew he was only going to use three, three clubs that entire, that entire little nine hole par three round, but he made me carry the whole bag. You know, he might have, might have loaded it down a little bit. And then, uh, sure enough, you get to the last hole. And you'd always heard that people will let you hit a shot, you know, whatever. So I was kind of scared that he was going to make me do it. And, you know, I'm in the, the caddy suit, and it's a little restrictive. And so we get there, and he hands me a ball and a tee. He goes, well, how about it? And at that point on the hill behind uh, the last hole of the par three course, people sit there, and there are a lot, there are a lot of people. And Arnie, uh, Jack, and, and, and Gary Player were a couple of groups behind us, so people were waiting for them. 
so I was I was pretty nervous over over that shot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, follow up to that, Andy. How about a bucket list? You mentioned you you caddied at Augusta, but what about a bucket list of somebody you'd love to play with, or a bucket list of a course that you that's still out there you'd like to play? Gosh, I've I, you know I've I've gotten to uh, I've gotten to play a lot of the courses that uh, that would be on. Um, most bucket list. Uh, a place that I haven't seen that, I, that I'd love to is, is Sand Hills um, in Nebraska. I was I was born in Nebraska, so um, I, I'd love to, to see uh, to see what that looked like. I, I've, I've heard it's different than a lot of places just because of of how desolate it is, um, you know. But beyond that, I've, I, I've been. I, I'd like to play courses on my bucket list all over again. <laughs> Let's go to question number three for Andy Roddick about golf and, and his playing in golf. Yvonne Lindell kind of, after, after uh, you know, retiring from tennis, really got hooked in the game. What are, what are some of the similarities you see between competitive tennis and even not competitive golf, but then once you want to get better at, at golf? Um, geez, you know, the, it, it's, it, is, it is very different. You know, tennis is, is uh, it's, it, it's something physical. It's, 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 a, it's a grind. You're by yourself. But one shot can't ruin you in tennis. You know, you can miss a forehand, but you still have another set. There's another, you know, it reminds me of Mickelson a couple of years ago um, uh, on the, the, the par three of the, on the front side, the first par three there at Augusta, you know, gets a seven, he's out of the tournament. You know, that you can play a disastrous game in tennis and, and there's enough time to recover. So that would be the, the biggest difference. Um, the, the, the similarities for me and the, the, the reason I'm attracted to it is just the process of getting better. You know, it's, it's not easy in golf. There's never an easy way to get to get better. It's a long haul of kind of disciplined uh, progress, and um, I, I kind of like that. Especially, it filled a, a huge void for me in my life as far as that process went after after I stopped in tennis. And one thing, it goes back to Bob Jones and back to you know Sam Snead, Ben Hogan on up, and now I think even the world's number ones facing it. You never have the game licked. I mean, there is no magic. There is no magic wand. You never have it beaten. No, I mean it's it's uh you know every time I think I have it figured out I'll go shoot you know <laughs> way over what I normally do, um you know but it, it keeps you honest. I mean you look at at uh what Tiger's been going through and he's a, he's probably the best chipper of all time and he's having trouble with that you know so golf has a a, a weird way of, uh, of 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 keeping you humble and I don't think anybody is is, is totally immune to that. Andy, question number two, one that I really want to know more about, and I've read about it a little bit, but tell us about what you're doing after school with kids on the Andy, Andy Roddick Foundation and the strides you guys are making and what your mission is. Yeah, well, we, thanks for asking. We have, uh, this is our 15th year. Um, we started off just doing a, a little tennis clinic in a parking lot, and I think we raised, you know, 50, you know maybe 5000 bucks or something like that, and um, now fast forward and we do, uh, we focus on out of school time. So we have a summer learning program on the east side of Austin, Texas, which is, uh, uh, one of the more underserved, um, areas. And, uh, we do a six week program during the summer, which we had 80 kids last summer. And now we've parlayed that into an after school program, uh, partnering with Pecan Springs Elementary School in East Austin. And we have about 200 kids that are in that. And we, we support five or six other, uh, Nonprofits for children in Austin, Texas, and it's just grown. I mean, we've had uh, we do music a music gala every year, and um, we've had Elton John, John Legend, Darius Rucker, Lionel Richie, Jimmy Buffett, and so we've had. Um, we recently had a speaker series with uh, actually it was just today um, with uh, with Tony Dungy coming in and, and speaking to the kids about uh, the importance of giving back, and so we've been we've been really lucky uh, with the people we've we've kind of been able to convince of, uh, of our mission and it, it, it's growing, you know, it's, 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 it's at a really exciting stage now where 
we have the credibility of our programs working. And so, um, you know, now people have, have completely bought in, and it's just, uh, it's, it's just been a really, really fun ride. And what's the primary ages of the kids you're affecting? Is it elementary all the way through? Uh, K through four right now. I mean, we, we affect a lot because we, we will, as an umbrella organization where we um, uh, support other groups financially, the, the ages are all over, but our actual foundation-run programs are K through four. And to find out more, it's uh, arfoundation.org? AR, arfoundation.org, yes. Hey, final question, and it's the one, the guys who brought you here, your good friends, our good friends, at Travis Matthew. Talk about your relationship with them and, uh, and the line right now and, and some of the great things they're doing. Yeah, Travis Matthew Red is, in, is a new fitness line that they're doing. That's kind of why they, they brought uh, myself, James Blake, uh, tennis player, and, and Marty Fish, who uh, was a great golfer, actually, plus handicap. Um, on, it, it, I've, known, I've known the guys over there for, for a long time, and a lot of the the pros with Andres Gonzalez and Mally and um, Chris Kirk and, uh, you know, a lot of those guys. I've known them for a long time. And so when the opportunity presented itself when I was done playing tennis and my, my previous uh, endorsements had finished, uh, they invited me to join the team, not on the endorsement level, but I actually wanted to uh, be a part of the company. So um, I'm, a, I'm an investor and a minority uh, owner in the brand, and it's just been such a fun thing to, to kind of uh, not everyone can – can uh, kind of be a part of their passion, uh, and I'm such a big golf fanatic, and it's just it's just really fun to be a part of. And uh, I mean, frankly, it's the, it's the best stuff I've worn, and I, I wore a lot of stuff in tennis uh, for a lot of time, for a long time, and and got got paid to, to talk about it. I'm, I don't I don't get paid for this <laughs> directly, and it's, it's it's the best stuff out there. Andy, I know you're busy. Thanks so much for carving some time out with us. It's it's been great chatting with you. Uh, final words for our listeners here on uh, Worldwide Golf Golf Better Podcast. Yeah, hit them straight. Right down the middle. Hit, keep it between the keep between the, in the short grass, right? That's it. Uh, so much. Thanks so much, Andy. It's been great talking with you. Maybe we can uh, cross pass again down the road. I, I'd like that. Thank you for having me. Well, how about that former world's number one in tennis? Transition over over to Fox Sports and loves the game of golf and what great work he's doing with uh, the inner city folks. Again, for more on Andy's foundation, it's arfoundation.org. And to check out Travis Matthew, go to either edwinwattsgolf.com or worldwidegolfshops.com to check out the line there and also Travis Matthew, that's M-A-T-H-E-W.com. Just want to remind everybody there's lots of ways to find us, lots of ways to keep up with us. Obviously, the normal ways are on Facebook and Twitter, but we have some other ways as well. Also, go to iTunes. If you're an iTunes subscriber, get your music and podcast there. Go to iTunes and type in Golf Better. In the search, that's two words, Golf Better. It'll take you right to the Golf Better podcast icon where you can sign up, and every time we have a new podcast, it'll be downloaded directly to you. There's also the podcast page on edwinwattsgolf.com and on worldwidegolfshops.com. Just go click on the podcast icon there. It takes you right to the player, and you can go back and listen to all 180 previous episodes that we've done on Golf Better. Also, something we're carrying on is the Worldwide Golf Shops Golf Blog where you can check out some cool articles, videos, audio, and whatnot relative to the PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, and just golf in general. Check it out. It's at blog.worldwidegolfshops.com. Well, special thanks once again to Andy Roddick, former world's number one in tennis, for joining us, courtesy of our friends at Travis Matthew. And thanks to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Golf Better at edwinwattsgolf.com. So long, everyone.